Welcome, patrons, and thank you for joining us at this special event. This is 10 Things, a series devoted to presenting 10 more things about all those great Saturday morning shows of the 1980s. If you're joining us, it means you wanted more than the Saturday morning podcast had to offer. Think of this as the after show, where we can make a good thing last just a little longer. So grab a can of new Coke and a handful of fruit wrinkles and come back with me to the 80s. Rewind! Again! Punky Brewster ran for two seasons and 26 episodes. But you already knew that. In fact, there's a lot you already know if you listen to this Saturday morning podcast. While we explored Punky Brewster, there is still plenty to look back on. Here are 10 things you might not know about Punky Brewster. Number 10. Brandon Tartikoff, the president of NBC Entertainment, held his office at the network for 10 years. Born in New York to a Jewish family, Tartikoff attended Yale and even wrote for the on-campus humor magazine. He became a program executive for ABC in 1976. One year later, he moved to NBC to oversee comedy programming. In 1981, at the age of 32, Tartikoff took over as head of programming for the Peacock Network. During his tenure at NBC, the network thrived as the king of comedy. He helped to nurture hit shows like ALF, Family Ties, Cheers, The Cosby Show, Golden Girls, and a bunch of others. But what does Tartikoff have to do with Punky Brewster? When Punky Brewster creator David W. Duclon pitched the idea for the series, Tartikoff agreed it was a sound idea for a show. NBC's head of programming had one little request, the title for the show and main character. Back in his childhood, Tartikoff knew a girl named Peyton Brewster. She was the daughter of one of his teachers. While she was named Peyton, her friends on the schoolyard knew her as Punky Brewster. All those years later, Tartikoff remembered this real-life Punky and the name stuck. It was rumored that Tartikoff had a crush on Peyton, but that's unconfirmed. The powers that be at NBC tracked down Peyton Brewster and asked for her permission to name the character and series after her. The real-life Punky agreed, and the show is off and running. If you watch the live-action Punky Brewster episode, The Search, you'll be introduced to Mrs. Rutledge. But don't be fooled. That's Peyton Rutledge, formerly Peyton Punky Brewster, the real-life woman who inspired the fictional orphan. Number 9. When the series was greenlit, Duquan turned his attention to casting for the show. As we all know, Soleimoon Fry won the part and made 80s history. She appeared in both the live-action and animated Punky Brewster. Before casting Fry, Duquan auditioned a thousand actresses to find his star. Among the 999 actresses who didn't get the part, at least two stand out for blazing their own path. She might not have been cast as Punky Brewster, but Tiffany Brissett went on to star in the series Small Wonder. Premiering in 1985, Small Wonder told the story of the Lawson family. The father, Ted, was a robotic engineer and built Vicky, which stood for Voice Input Child Identikit. Vicky was the daughter the Lawsons never had, though they did have Jamie, their son. The series would go on to last for four seasons and run 96 episodes. The show, built for first-run syndication, 
ran in over 20 countries, and was very popular. Brissette would continue to work as an actress until 1991. Her last credit is her seventh episode of Equal Justice. As far back as 2007, it was reported that Brissette had become a nurse and was working for a hospital in Boulder, Colorado. Another would-be punky was Melissa Joan Hart. After 1984, she went on to do a few TV movies. In 1991, she was cast as Clarissa Darling on Clarissa Explains It All for Nickelodeon. The idea for the series was that Clarissa would explain her life and the actions of others to the audience breaking the fourth wall. The show ran until 1994 and generated 66 episodes. Just two years later, Hart was back on TV screens, this time on ABC. She was the title character, again, on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Running seven seasons, Sabrina ran for a whopping 163 episodes. Just like Punky Brewster, Sabrina spun off into an animated show, also featuring Melissa Joan Hart. And, also like Punky Brewster, Soleil Moon Fry joined the cast in 2000, playing character Roxy King. Melissa Joan Hart continues to act and is set to reprise her role as Clarissa Darling on the reboot of Clarissa Explains It All. Number 8. This will be a short one about voice actress Tress McNeil. In 1983, the king of parody, Weird Al Yankovic, released his self-titled album. The track he picked to be released as a single was Ricky. The song was a spoof of Mickey, a hit by former cheerleader Tony Basil. The music video spoofed I Love Lucy, featuring Weird Alice Ricky Ricardo and Tress McNeil as Lucy. If you wait for the end of the segment, you might recognize Dr. Demento in the crowd. To date, this is McNeil's only music video. Number 7. For as long as there's been a Punky Brewster, there's been some confusion over the name of the series. When I say Punky Brewster, do you know which series I'm talking about? In this case, both. A lot of people tend to remember the animated show being called It's Punky Brewster, but that's a misnomer. The show never officially had a title screen that showed it to be called It's Punky Brewster. In fact, the name It's Punky Brewster was used in promotional materials to set it apart from the live-action series. After all, the shows were being aired at the same time. Around the world, different countries know Punky by different names. In Greece, she's known as the Adorable Punk. In Iceland, she's Tina Trausta, and Russia knows her as Punk's Brewster. Number 6. Back in the 80s, television was sometimes used as a tool to understand certain things that were going on in the world, or to spotlight things that just weren't right in our culture, like when Mallory Keaton was being groped by her uncle on Family Ties, or when Arnold found out his friend Dudley was being molested on different strokes. Those episodes were considered to be very special. This was a clue to parents that something real was happening and that conversation may be warranted after the show. Punky Brewster was already the story of an abandoned girl. It was dark right off the bat. When Punky used the words very special, you could count on it being very real. In the episode Accidents Happen, which aired in early March 1986, Punky is excited when she and her class watch the launch of the Space Shuttle Challenger. Just moments after launch, the excitement turns to horror as the real-life shuttle explodes, killing all the astronauts on board. Real-life astronaut Buzz Aldrin comes to Punky's home to help her, and the children watching, deal with the tragedy. 
The episode was shot on February 14, 1986, a short 17 days after the real-life accident. In the episode, Cherry Lifesaver, Punky and the gang play a game of hide-and-seek. When the game ends and they can't find Cherry, Punky and friends tell Henry and the search is on. They finally find Cherry in the old World War II-era refrigerator that Henry threw out. A refrigerator that, once locked, could not be opened from the inside. Cherry, unconscious, is given CPR and revived. Alan is devastated that he didn't know CPR and that Cherry might have died for real. In the end, Henry and Alan take classes to learn CPR together. Lifesaver was not only commentary on those old-style refrigerators, but on the importance of being an educated first responder. As a side note, this episode plot was the result of a contest, the winner being Jeremy Reams, who had a walk-on role in the episode. Because the epidemic of kids locking themselves into the fridge happened, it was mandated in 1958 that all refrigerators had to open from the inside. Despite this, kids were still being found suffocated in those old fridges until the mid-1980s. After these messages, we'll be right back. The Gobot Puzzler Set. Six renegade Gobots that go together like a giant puzzle. Zigzag and Ruby Each is a mighty robot. I'm Jigsaw, one bad buddy. A mighty vehicle. Pocket and crossroad go arm in arm. And together. Tic-tac head for the top. A renegade Gobot giant. The Gobot Puzzler Set. Each Gobot Puzzler also sold separately. New from Tonka. cream in a candy shell. The taste that's out of this world. Where are you going with those stripes? That's new aqua fresh for kids. Just follow me. Toothpaste. I hate brush. <laughs> new aqua fresh for kids makes brushing fun. It's got a zingy new taste kids love. Four I do. And it's easy to pump and has a neat top. Great. But how are you going to get those stripes in there? Watch. And on with the countdown. Number 5. Punky's Dog, Brandon, was named in honor of NBC head of programming Brandon Tartikoff. Because Brandon the dog was so loved by Punky, I can assume there is no slight in naming a canine after an NBC vice president. The Golden Retriever, in real life, was named Sandy. After Punky Brewster went off the air, Sandy went on to appear in the movie The Watchers, starring Corey Haim. Being on screen with Punky Brewster and then Corey Haim, it doesn't get much more 80s than that. After retiring from acting, Sandy was adopted by a family and given a good home. The little boy from that family grew up to be a cameraman on the gossip show TMZ. While I don't have the details, I know that the cameraman would go on to tell Soleil Moon Fry that he had her childhood dog during a book signing. Who knew Hollywood was so small? Number 4 In a 1985 episode of the show, 
Punky sets out to learn the piano. Henry gets her a teacher, and you know who shows up? Andy Gibb, the little brother of the Bee Gees. In the late 70s, Gibb had six hit singles that reached the top 10 on the charts. Sadly, Gibb had a cocaine habit that sent him to rehab. In 1988, while attempting a musical comeback, Gibb died just days after celebrating his 30th birthday. Number 3. It has been many, many years since Soleil Moon Fry was Punky Brewster. Even though she moved on to other projects, I believe Punky will always be near and dear to her heart. I'm not just saying this because of the reboot that's coming in the near future. No, I have other reasons. In 2009, Fry told her followers she would dress as a grown-up Punky Brewster when her Twitter account reached 1 million followers. True to her word, she donned the Punky wardrobe she left behind 20 years before. She and her husband made a 5-minute video to spotlight this moment and thank her fans. She even commented that, with all of Punky's bandanas, Punky was gangster before gangster was gangster. Number 2 after the second season of Punky Brewster, the show was bought by Columbia Pictures. NBC sold it to Columbia and they turned it into a first-run syndicated series to capitalize on the popularity. The show could be sold into more markets, which meant bigger profits for Columbia. On the first day of shooting, star Soleil Moon Fry did not show up to work. According to Fry's lawyer, she was no longer obligated to be in the show since it was no longer on NBC. Apparently, this was in her contract. So, when the 10-year-old didn't report to work, Columbia filed a lawsuit against her for $80 million. Not just $80 million, this was in 1980s money. Columbia could have sued Fry for a bajillion dollars and the result would have been the same. Fry had $80 million like she had a bajillion dollars. She didn't. The lawyers sat down and worked out a new contract. The lawsuit went away and Fry returned to film Punky Brewster for the last two seasons. And now, a very special announcement. Hi, I'm Kim Fields and I'll be right back with One to Grow On. Hey, what are you guys doing? Then your business shrimp, now feed it! That's a tough one. There's nothing wrong with playing a practical joke once in a while. I've played a few in my day. But if you see that somebody's idea of a joke is liable to hurt somebody, then you've got to do something about it. That's not being a tattletale. That's just plain common sense. Hey, mister, somebody's playing with those swings over there, and they're going to fall if somebody plays with them. Hold it, kids. That swing is dangerous. Hey, good work. I'll take care of those other guys. They hang out on the other side of the park. Thanks for helping out the other kids. And that's one to grow on. And now, number one. If the casting of Punky was important to the show, casting a good-hearted and believable Henry Warnemont was just as paramount. There had to be chemistry between the two. There had to be a believability in a good father-daughter relationship. When Henry disciplined Punky, you had to believe it. While the role of Henry went to George Gaines, he was not the first choice to play Henry. In fact, the role was offered to none other than Fred Gwynn. Back in the 1960s, Gwynn played Herman Munster on The Munsters for the duration of the series. 
He would go on to play the same character in several Munster movies. During this time, Herman Munster was the character he was the most identified with. In the years before the Munsters, Gwen had been a veteran of the stage performing serious roles and was even in musical theater. But in 1984, he was set to distance himself from Herman Munster by becoming the foster father to a troublemaking little orphan. This would be a rebirth for Gwen's career, another chapter and a chance to move forward in the 1980s. To see if Gwen was right for the role of Henry, the producers arranged an audition between the older actor and Soleil Moon Fry. Apparently, as the story goes, Fry asked if he was Herman Munster. Embarrassed and realizing there was no escaping the Munsters, Gwen walked away from Punky Brewster. And there you have it, 10 Things About Punky Brewster. Join us next time when we take a look at 10 Things About the Real Ghostbusters. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. Thank you for joining us at the Saturday Morning Podcast 10 Things Series. If you'd like to drop us a line, please write to satmornpod at hotmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at satmornpod. Do you have any vintage Saturday morning memories? Email us your story and we could read it on the next episode.